Welcome to the Prophetic Portal with Hector Santos, where the focus is on dreams, visions, prophecy, angels, and all things supernatural. The kingdom of Jesus Christ is the true portal to the spiritual realm. This podcast is brought to you by GeForce Ministries. Welcome back to G-Force's Prophetic Portal. Welcome back to the Prophetic Portal podcast. Hector Santos here with you, a mentor for you in the supernatural realm of the kingdom of God. See, we not only preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, we also preach that when you are following Jesus, you should be seeing the supernatural hand of God move in your life. That's how you know you're doing things right. That's how you know you've got the right message and the right gospel, because everything Jesus did, he presented the message of the kingdom of God, but he also manifested the power of God in the world at his time. He delivered folks from demonic oppression. He healed the sick. He brought forth the oracles of God. And that is what it's like when we align ourselves with the kingdom of heaven. So today, on today's program, I want to answer a question that someone asked me, and I think it's a fantastic question. What kind of things will God speak to me about? We're a ministry that helps people understand the importance of hearing from God on a regular basis. But this person is asking me, okay, so if I align myself to hear from God, what exactly is God going to be speaking to me about? I thought that was a good question. And, you know, while I could take that question and go into different directions, I really want to focus on one main thing, and that is truth. When you align yourselves and you make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life, and now you are in a position where you are asking God to speak to you on a daily basis, the question is, so now that I'm hearing from God daily, what will he be speaking to me about? That's what I love about the Lord is that he will be speaking about truth. And let me, let me come to you with a scripture here because it says in John chapter, let's go to chapter 14. And verse 15, Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray to the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Yes, even the spirit of truth who the world cannot receive because it sees him not, neither knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you, and he shall be in you. In this verse, Jesus talking to his disciples was saying, listen, you have the Holy Spirit with you, but after I leave, God is going to send you another comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth. And after Jesus left and the Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, the Spirit was no longer just with us, but he moved into us. Now every believer is a temple and a tabernacle where God dwells on the inside of you through the Holy Spirit. And I love that Jesus said that the Holy Spirit is known as the Spirit of Truth. (laughs) The Spirit of Truth. You know how we say God is love? God, God isn't love because he has love. God is love because he is love. Okay? God doesn't have truth. God is the truth. And the Holy Spirit is called the spirit of truth because he is truth. So in other words, when the Holy Spirit speaks, because he is the spirit of truth, he cannot lie. 
Isn't that great? God cannot lie. God cannot deceive. God cannot exaggerate because exaggeration is a form of a lie. God can't speak in the realm of hyperbole or exaggeration. Okay. God is truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So when we say hearing the voice of God, what will God speak to us about? Well, he's going to speak to us about what is true. And we have to understand that in the world that we live today, there's this thought in the world that, you know, you can have your own truth, whatever is true to you, your own personal truth. I'm sorry, but that is wrong. That is incorrect because the world is teaching you that whatever you think is true, well, that's your truth. Okay. And I have to respect that that is your truth. But then let me ask you this. If that's your truth and then she has her truth and the guy down the street has his truth, well, then who's right? You, him, or her? Who's right? Who's correct? If you believe two plus two equals seven and she believes two plus two equals 10, but I believe two plus two equals nine, who's right? At some point, you have to look at that and say, well, someone, there has to be an absolute truth somewhere, which is why the world doesn't like that concept. They don't believe in absolute truths. They are so convinced that there's no absolute truth. Well, guess what? They're absolute in that lie. So if someone came and said, no, there are no truths, well, I would say, well, then, so are you saying there's no absolute truth? They would have to say that they don't believe in absolute truth. But the fact that they don't believe that there's one, that itself is an absolute truth. So that's a hypocrisy. <laughs> and not only is it a hypocrisy, it's foolishness. But the, the verse that I just read to you, verse 17, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, who the world cannot receive. You got to understand the world has another spirit. There's another spirit in the world, and it's an anti-Christ spirit. The enemy, the, the Lucifer, Satan, uh, the leader of the kingdom of darkness, he is at work in the world today, and he is the one behind the spirit of the world that presents such foolishness, and everything that the world comes up with on its own, they miss God by a country mile. They misrepresent God. They don't understand God. They can't perceive God. They can't receive him because they have another spirit. So I have to say, you know, I, I'm sure you, you're aware of it. If you watch the news, you hear all the stuff that's going on, uh, going on out there. And, you know, sometimes it leaves us in shock and in awe, all the things that are going on out there. It's because the people that are in the world are under another Spirit And the verse that I just read to you, that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, that the world cannot receive him because they see him not. Isn't that interesting? The world cannot receive the Holy Spirit of truth because they can't see him. Now, what does that mean? What it means is in the world, the world is filled of sensual people. What I mean by sensual people is in the world, what is king in the world is whatever you perceived by your five senses. That is what is king in the world today. If you could see it, if you could feel it, if you could sense it, if you could smell it and taste it, then it's true to you and it becomes part of your truth. But that is truth only picked up by the five senses. That's why I'm saying that in the world, what we have is a bunch of people that are sensual. If you're living your life based on your five senses, you're sensual. That is the realm of the carnal man. You're limited only to the carnal man. But those of us who know Christ, we 
have another nature. We're born again. Our spirit was made alive. We don't just have a carnal man that we crucify. We crucify that old man. We've come alive in the spirit and we live in the spirit. So we live according to the spirit of truth. We live according to the spirit of God. So by me having a relationship with God and hearing the voice of God on a daily basis, I expect from the word of God and from what God speaks to me for me to receive truth from God's perspective. And the truth from God's perspective, the truth from his kingdom will always contradict what's being believed and spoken about in the world. That's why there's a major crash. The world cannot receive the spirit of truth. I don't know about you, but the more I see what's going on in the world, oh my goodness, it seems to be getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And get this, they're not only deceived, they believe they're crazy deceptions. And it's because they don't have the spirit of truth. They have a deceptive spirit, an antichrist spirit. And remember, the devil, his nature, the word says, he kills, steals, and destroys. So the spirit in the world is one that kills humanity, steals from their identity, and destroys their potential. That's why it's, as believers, praise God for the Holy Spirit. Praise God for the spirit of truth, because he will always speak what is true to you. There's a verse in John 17, 17. Jesus says, sanctify them by your truth. Thy word is truth. The word of God is the truth of God. See, even people can get a hold of the scriptures, which is the truth of God, and twist the interpretation and the meaning of it, and end up deceiving and in deception and in a lie. Isn't that what Satan did to Jesus? He showed up and he quoted, when Jesus was fasting in the wilderness for 40 days, it says that Satan showed up and he quoted the scriptures to Jesus. Now, the scriptures, the word of God is truth. However, Satan used it deceitfully to try to deceive Jesus. That is not true. There was no truth in that. So he was using the scriptures deceptively. So although the word of God is true, some people can use it to put bondage on others. That's why we have to follow carefully and be good students of the word of God so we know the spirit of the full counsel of the word of God. Because every time somebody is used of the enemy to deceive others in the word, they will always present a portion of the word, a portion of the scriptures, not the full counsel, just a portion of it, so that they lure you in and then they trap you with some type of deception. We have to make sure that we know the full counsel of the word. But when we know the full counsel, we got to know that the word of God is his truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. The word of God is his truth. What will God speak to you about? He will speak to you about truth. See, God knows that we all need the truth. Jesus said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. The truth shall make you free. You can't get free unless you know the truth from God's perspective. Why do I say that? Because remember, in the world, there's truth from their perspective. Everyone in the world has their own individual truth, which is a lie. Because if it's not coming from the realm of God, from the truth of God, then it's a lie. 
There's a scripture that said, let God be true and every man a liar. Let God be true and every man a liar. Why? Because truth is rooted in who God is. There's no truth outside of God. Anything outside of God is a deception. It's a lie. That's why I love that verse. Let God be true and every man a liar. You might say something to me that sounds great. It it gives me the, the warm fuzzies. But if it's not what God says, and if it's not supported with God's intention in the word of God, then I have to conclude that it's a lie. It might be your truth, but compared to God's truth, it might be a lie. That's why no matter what we hear and no matter what we take in on the world, we have to go always fall back on the word of God and discern it with the word of God to make sure that what we're hearing and, and, and receiving is truth. Otherwise, we are to reject it. I remember when I was a senior in college, I was, um, a, I was writing, um, doing an assignment for a New Testament survey course uh, that I was taking. And it was one of those things, it was one of these colleges that they were giving me credit for life experience. So in order to get that credit, I had to write this full paper on what I knew from uh, Old Testament and New Testament survey. When I finished con- uh, writing out the fullness of what I had learned from Old and New Testament survey, I submitted it for accreditation for my credits. Well, the professor read it and she kicked it back to me and said, your paper is incomplete. And I said, no, I I think it's very thorough. What do you mean incomplete? And my professor said to me, well, um, you're missing criticisms of the Bible. I said, excuse me? She said, you're missing criticisms of the Bible. For your paper to be a very thorough, complete, well-balanced paper, she said, you need to include at least three points of view that criticize the Bible. Now, that shocked me, because let me tell you something. I gave my life to Jesus in 1988, and I started taking the Bible seriously as the map for my life. So I've never paid attention to anyone who criticizes the Bible. The moment you start criticizing the Word of God, you do no, you no longer become a valid resource for me. <laughs> so here's my professor saying, go back and include some criticisms of the Bible. Well, you know, I wanted my credits. So what I did was I went and I found three sources that criticized the Bible, and I included a portion to explain their criticisms. But then when I finished my paper, I refused to give him the last word, and I criticized the critics. And I explained why I completely disagreed with each and every one of those critics and why the Word of God to me is not just a book, but it is the actual living Word of God. See, some people read this book like there's a, there's a Greek word called graphe. G-R-A-P-H-E. Graphe means written word. Some people read this book like it's a dictionary. They just read it, they study it, but they don't experience the life within the book. So I, I, I wrote that in my paper. I said, see, some of these critics, they're just approaching the Bible like it's a dictionary and an encyclopedia, and they don't understand the message of life within these precious pages. It's more than that to me. It's the word of God. It's the truth of God for my life, for my prosperity. And I did get my credits for that pay, for that paper that I wrote, but I, as I said, I had to conclude criticizing the critics because this is God's truth. No ifs, ands, or buts. 
God is all about truth because he is truth. He's the definition of truth. He does not exist in a lie. He cannot speak a lie. He can't manifest a lie. He's only in the absolute truth. God is absolute truth. And as a matter of fact, there's a verse that says in the Bible, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. That's why we need God's truth, because left alone to our own devices, we will always exist on a lower realm. You and I will settle to the realm of the carnal man, and we will live a sensual life out of the five senses of our being. And we will miss that beyond the five, higher than our five senses is the voice of God, the perspective of God that brings us the truth that we need to know. Without the voice of God, I could be trapped in my own deception. You can be trapped in yours. That's why we need Jesus Christ as our personal savior. We repent from our sins. We submit our lives to him. We receive his Holy Spirit and we begin to practice reading his word of truth and listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. That will bring us truth. That is one of the ways that you know that you're hearing from God versus knowing that you're hearing from the enemy because the enemy is a liar. The Bible says he's the father of lies. He loves to lie. He's a deceiver. Nobody likes a liar. Nobody likes a deceiver. But the fact of the matter is, in the world today, the majority, the masses are listening to the spirit of the world, and what they're doing is being they're, they're receiving deception and being lied to. Unfortunately, many, many of them will not understand that they've been duped in a lie until it's way too late and after they've left this earth. And not in a good way, because for those who are not walking in the truth of the kingdom of Jesus Christ, you end up somewhere else. And, and, and that's why it's so important that not only that we give our lives to the Lord, but that's only step one. Step two is now that I've given my life to Jesus as my Lord and Savior, now I have to commit my life to follow his word, to live in the light of his truth, which is the word of God. Taking the scripture seriously, studying, being a good student of the word, finding teachers of the word that will teach the good counsel of the full counsel of God so that I can understand the scriptures. And then learning how to hear the voice of God on a daily basis, knowing that God God on a daily basis will speak truth to me that will help me advance in his causes and in his call and the assignment that he has placed on my life. What will the Holy Spirit speak to you about? Well, he'll speak to you about truth. Let me give you an example because there's a scripture out of the book of Revelation. When you go to the book of Revelation, there's this in, uh, where am I here? Uh, we're going to go to Revelation and this chapter here, chapter uh, chapter three. And this is a good example of the difference of perspectives. Revelation chapter three. Remember, this is a book where the Apostle John is on the island Patmos and suddenly he's taken into a vision. He's having a revelation. And in this vision that he's seeing, in verse 14, he sees, uh, he hears this command to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, sorry about that, to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, write this. Thus, these things says the amen, the faithful true witness, the beginning of creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. 
Verse 17, because you say, I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. In this vision that the apostle uh, John has received, he's hearing a message going out to a certain section of the of Christians, and they're being exhorted and they're being told that they're neither hot nor cold. And because they are lukewarm, God is about to have nothing to do with them. And he challenges their own truth. Because in verse 17, these Christians, these people that God is speaking to, they're thinking of themselves that they're rich, that they're wealthy, and that they need nothing. But God is exposing that lie, and he's confronting that with a higher thought, a higher revelation from the realm of God, which is truth. And God is saying, this is what you think of yourself. But the fact of the matter, God is saying to them, you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. How about that? See, many people are walking around that world and, you know, today, and they think they're fine. They think they have a good relationship with God. They, they think they're friendly. They think they're kind. They think they're good people. And they have their own perspective. Again, like I said earlier, they have their own absolute truth. They believe certain things about themselves. And without knowing the word of God and without knowing that the Holy Spirit is constantly speaking to us, we could miss the truth of God and live in our own deception. These believers thought that they were creme de la creme. They thought they were, you know, as they say in the world, all that in a bag of chips. And God had to confront them and say, I'm sorry, that is not your condition. You're sad. You're in a very sad spiritual condition. And that is why we need God's truth. Because man will have his own perspective. And I'm sorry, you might, you might come to me and tell me that you think I'm a wonderful person, that I'm a great person, and that uh, I'm a great example, and so on and so forth. But if God speaks to me and reveals another truth to me, and he says to me, Hector, you, you've got some work to do. You've got to work on this area and bring this up so that you could walk in a way that's pleasing to me. Who am I going to believe? The flattery of what someone's telling me or what God is challenging me to do so that I can walk correctly before him? What will the Holy Spirit speak to you about when you align your life with Jesus Christ? When you receive the Holy Spirit, and when the cry of your heart is, Lord, speak to me on a daily basis, I want to say to you, get yourself ready, because now the Spirit of God, who is the Spirit of truth, will begin to manifest and speak truth to you. Truth that you desperately need to hear. And I hate saying it, but without God's truth, we are like that person with bad breath. You know what they say about the person with bad breath? They're usually the last one in the room that knows that they have it. Everyone around them will know they got it and they're all trying to avoid you, but you're locked in your own little blind spot and you don't know that something's wrong with you, but everyone else knows that about you. So praise God for the Holy Spirit, who's the spirit of truth. He will tell us what we need to know. He'll give us always what we need to hear so that we could be challenged and that we can receive his truth, make some changes and walk in a way that's in alignment with his word and that pleases God. Fellow listener, I got to tell you right now, right now today, there's some area of your life that needs truth. Every day you need to hear truth from God. Every day the Holy Spirit has something for you. 
to share with you, to bring you out of bondage, to set you free so that you can walk in the love of God, you can walk in the prosperity of God. But in order for you to receive that exhortation, in order for you to walk on a higher level, you have to open up to the spirit of truth and let him speak to you. And sometimes what God says to us will challenge us. It might even sting a little bit, but I have to remember he's saying it to me because he loves me. He's giving me truth because I need the truth because this truth is what's going to set me free. That is why God is so awesome and we need him because his truth sets us free. My advice to you is on a daily basis, in your prayer time, always invite God to speak to you. Say, Lord, speak to me today. Let me hear your voice. Speak to me the truth that I need so that I can walk not in deception, not in lies, not in my own blind spot, but so that I could see your, hear your higher thoughts for my life, so that I can know your higher ways for me. Speak to me. And then usually what I do is after I have a time of prayer, I will always open up the Word of God, and as I'm studying and reading the Word of God, God begins to show up in the Scriptures and speaks to me for that day, giving me truth that I need so that I can know His thoughts and His plans for me. How awesome is that? And then the Holy Spirit speaks in so many ways, just bringing truth to us and letting us know what we need to know so that we can walk in freedom. What are some of the things the Holy Spirit will speak to you about? Well, maybe I'll expand more on another podcast. But for this podcast, I just wanted to let you know that he will always speak truth. He will not lie to you. He will not exaggerate to you. He will not flatter you. He will not tell you something that's useless. God will give you exactly what you need with the right, with the truth that's going to set you free and get you walking freely as a child who's trusting their heavenly father, walking in the blessings of God. I pray this is, this encourages you. I pray this causes you to walk with a whole new appreciation for the truth of God. Don't walk in a deception. Don't walk with blinders on. Don't walk with, uh, uh, with lies. Don't walk, you know, in any of that. Thank God that you have the spirit of truth through Jesus Christ so that you can walk knowing the truth that's going to set you free and give you the power to walk in God's blessings and prosperity. God bless you. And we'll come to you next with another episode of The Prophetic Portal coming your way soon. Mm-hmm.